baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This is the Bob Cordaro Show podcast. WILK News Radio. Hour number two underway. Bob Cordaro back with you. Hey, we're going to, we haven't firmed it up 100%, but we've been talking to you about Alyssa Lazar and her appearance on The Voice. And I think she's going to be available at 11 o'clock today. We're working on it. And that would be great. I, I, she's been such an inspiration, just like these Lady Bucks have, winning the state title. We're honoring, speaking of other inspirations, Morgan Jones, Bear Creek, U.S. Army, a career at Consolidated Cigar. George Doherty, Lake Winola, U.S. Air Force. And I noted that he was dedicated uh, to the Lake Winola Fire Company. So he continued his service. Thomas Solansky, Gibson Township, U.S. Army, served in Germany. And he and his wife ran a dairy. Could could you get any more honest work than that? Incredible. And Philip Namey, Taylor, U.S. Army, 70 years he was married. He was a butcher, started at a place called Yacobinos, ended at Bill's Supermarket. He was a Taylor native, and uh, sad stuff. So I'm I'm reading uh, a guy named Bobby Bob Vino sends me. That, that's a that's a, a handle, I believe. It is a handle. He opens up the paper, and there's an article by the name of Lara, from by a columnist by the name of Lara Williams, and she's quoting the UN. It's something they call the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, the IPCC. I mean, you know it's a joke right away. But what that brings to mind for me is, so I I go home yesterday and I normally will turn on the cable channels because Johnny and I, our mission had to be scrubbed, which by the way, somebody says, what a jip, Kadaro, you teased the secret mission all week and then punk out at the last minute, not cool, says William. And he says, he goes so far to, as to say LTS on hold for now. Well, we may get, we may get to that mission today, William, and restore your faith. But anyway, I'm reading this column that Bob sends me. He's from Mountaintop. And it's all about this climate catastrophe. Based upon what the U.N. came out, I think it was last week or maybe early this week. Now, I am um, 
know why, but I go to Netflix yesterday. And there's this uh, scientist. At least he's an observer. I, I don't quite. He doesn't call himself a scientist. But essentially over a series, and I'm enraptured by this. And over a series of documentary uh, uh, segments, he he shows that it's a real possibility that 12,800 years ago or 10,800 B.C., the Ice Age was essentially ended by a bunch of comets coming down or comet fragments and rapidly melting the ice cap that had come all the way to southern Pennsylvania and maybe even further. In other words, we would have been under a mile, mile and a half of ice right now at that time. He postulates that there was an advanced civilization that was more or less wiped out in this phenomenon, which also ended that particular ice age. And that other scientists that he was bringing on and talking to had said that we're in a similar juxtaposition to this comet belt. And this comet belt could hit us at any time with either a series of fragments or a major comet, which could have existential consequences on Earth. Now, why do I go through this? Because if you will look, and I've watched and read it all, there are so many potential ways to end the Earth, from super volcanoes that are underneath our National Park Yosemite and elsewhere all around the world, to uh, gamma rays from the sun, and on and on. There's so many ways the Earth can end. And we're always on a bit of a precipice. Never mind just a common asteroid hit. And so these fools want to ruin your lives on the least possible cause for the end of the earth. Instead of preparing for the possible ends and how to deal with them. They're a bunch of fools, and it's about power. And I'll point out again, and thank you, Bob, for that, that if they cared about the earth, we would be exploiting our natural gas and have natural gas-powered cars, whether that's natural gas directly or gasoline converted, and we'd be on a Manhattan plan to get it done. Battery-powered cars are worse for the environment. What does that mean? That means they don't care about the environment. And that's from stem to stern. And we don't know what to do with the batteries. So 
There's a bunch of useful idiots following this, like Joe Biden. He's too stupid. He really is too stupid to understand. And and too old and fossilized in his pea brain to change his mind if he's presented with facts. So we've got useful idiots like Joe Biden and the leader, you know, AOC and all these lighter-than-air fools. And it proves that those who are driving the bus care about money and power. And don't think that the red Chinese are not behind this. Because they will have more control over the U.S. economy and your freedom of movement than the Arabs ever did during the 70s and 80s. And Joe Biden is completely compromised by the red Chinese. That, <laughs> that's, that's a sad fact that has become more and more and more and more apparent. It isn't just weakness. It isn't just stupidity. It isn't just naivety. Naivete. It's, it's dead dangerous. Unreal. Joe from Sawyersville about Southern politics. Hi, Joe. Hi, Bob. Bob, the poorest state in our union is Mississippi, yet they always vote Republican. Why don't they try something different? Well, why doesn't Baltimore try something different? Why doesn't New York City try something different? Why doesn't Detroit try something different? Why doesn't Los Angeles try something different? Why doesn't San Francisco and St. Louis try something different? <laughs> well, you tell me. There's a hell of a lot more people suffering mightily under the Democrat boot than under the Republican uh, philosophy. Yeah. Well, I said, but- am I right or wrong? Right or wrong, I'm right, and you know well, it. In your mind, I'm sure you are right. I'm not, not, I'm not that's not in my mind. How many people are in poverty in the cities I just mentioned? Way more in New York City than all of Mississippi. And do well, you know that? There are poor people all over the place. Yeah, no, 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 no. By Democrat-run cities, and they're not just poor, they're in danger every day. No, but I, well, I, you know that. No, you know I mean, that. Don't don't come in. You can't run nonsense by me. You, come on, Joe. You know that by now. I'm not going to let you do it. Well, Bob, like I said in our state in Pennsylvania, we have a very good senator, Bob Casey. The Republicans have no chance against. Well, I, what has Bob Casey done? He, he stuck with the Democratic plan. You, you we agree on that, right? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> He did, he did. Oh, you mean the Democrat plan that's brought us record inflation that is, has, has every one of us taking it in the neck every time we go to the gas pump or the grocery store, that one, or the one where 5 million illegals have come across the border and are going to reduce the wages of working class people in Pennsylvania, that one, or the one that's teaching criminal race theory. Or the one that is forcing young children to be indoctrinated into sexual and gender-changing methods in grade school. 
Do you mean that one? I, I'm, I'm trying. Let me let me be clear on which one it is. Or is it all of the above? Or the Bob Casey? Or the Bob Casey who said that voter uh, identification was white supremacy? That Bob Casey? That well, great senator? Please tell me something he's done. I'd love to know. Okay. I really would. Well, he uh, supported Obamacare, which is a good thing, and he voted to reduce the deficit, which is also a good thing. <laughs> he right? voted to reduce the deficit. Yeah, absolutely. They just, they just propose a budget that he's all for that's going to make the debt $50 trillion. Uh, what, no, what are Bob. you talking about, Joe? Stop it. <laughs> Where do you get this nonsense from? I, I mean, all you do is watch what, ABC, CBS? What news do you watch? Uh, I watch them all. I watch Fox. MSNBC, CNN, absolutely. Dear Lord. I, I do, Bob. I say, Joe, Joe, you're scaring me today. Now, <laughs> you, today, you're scaring me. What did Bob Casey, as the Pennsylvania senator, do? Tell me what he's done. Not did he go along with the Democrats. We know that. That's my main criticism of him. Well, he has he, broken every principle he claimed to have. And that his father represented, which is what got him elected in the first place. He's broken every principle that he ever well, said he stood for that got well, him elected. Well, he, he supported Obamacare. and I, I, <laughs> We, we I, heard I, that one already. Right, and, and Obamacare I, I, is a disaster. I, I, I but go to, ahead. All Obamacare is, by the way, all Obamacare is, Joe, Joe, all what Obamacare is, is allows people onto Medicaid. That's all but it is. Did. Well, that's a big plus for the American people. For a lot of people, it is, Bob. Oh, for the love of God. <laughs> he, he, Bob, I mean, you know, our state is a very moderate state. If you throw somebody like McCorpin against Keith, he's going to get blown out again. By the way, going, like back, going back to our original subject, Joe, okay. the amount of people in Mississippi, yes. 2.95 million. Right. Now, the majority of their poor, they've got a ton of rural poor, okay, right. but, but it's measured in the thousands. Okay. Okay. The so, majority of uh, Mississippi's poor are yeah. in Democrat cities, Democrat-run cities, including principally Jackson, which can't even provide clean water for their population. Yeah, they're, they're run by Democrats. You you just but, proved my point, and then I gave you. So take the two point nine five million. We we can agree that not all of them are poor. Right? Okay. True. Now, we can also agree that a majority of the poor are in cities in Mississippi. Correct? Okay. And we can also know that those cities are run by Democrats. Some are. Jackson, Jackson, which is a which is a, a sickening disgrace, just like Chicago, just like Detroit, just like L.A., just like San Francisco, just like New York City, just like Baltimore, just like Washington D.C. All Democrat run. So thank you for proving my point that Democrat policies are a disastrous nightmare for the people they govern. No, but Mississippi is governed totally by Republicans. You know that's that. not true. I just well, I explained about, that it's about, not. I'm talking about the governorship and the and the, the legislature. Well, I can't bail a city job. out just because I have the governorship. I can't blame uh, bail out Jackson, Mississippi. How do I how do I bail out Jackson, Mississippi just because I'm the governor? We, our governor can't bail out Philadelphia. No. 
the Republicans control the, the legislature and the governorship. They do a horrible job. Why no, do you want don't. To, I don't know you, why. You don't know that. Your I entire so. point, your entire point is poverty. All the poverty is focused in Democrat-run cities. I don't, well, there's part all over Mississippi. I'm not just a couple of big cities. They're rural by Republicans. Okay. Right? Okay, well. By the way, by the way, nobody's saying the Republicans are perfect. Right. But the majority of the poverty in Mississippi is urban-based, not rural-based. That may be true. I don't know for a fact. I don't know. Well, I have to admit I, I don't know. That. I know, Bob. I know. <laughs> they can't even. The Democrat-run city of Jackson right. can't even provide water to the public. Which is a terrible thing. I agree. And but, their uh, well, Democrats well, well, are terrible. No, their philosophy is terrible. The their policies are a nightmare for those who are under them. Witness the United States writ large, and witness all the cities I just mentioned. Well, I agree, Bob. As far as I'm concerned, the Democratic Party, by far, better than the Republicans. Absolutely. They're no doubt about it. I, I'll, I'll take the Democrats over the Republicans any day. You'll ignore I, all the facts, and, and I, know, I know that, by the way. I know that of you. I, I really like you, I like but I too, also Bob. know about you that you ignore any fact that's contrary to the Democrat Party's benefit. You just I do. Say, I don't know why. Yeah, no. Why is that? Maybe you could even answer me. Well... Because the Republicans are only for the rich people, not for the average. Who people. has more rich supporters? The Democrats. Are you saying who has Republicans? all the money in every campaign from wealthy billionaires? The Democrats. Uh, you're well, so you're you totally the, wrong. Well, are you saying Republicans don't have money from rich people? No, I'm saying the majority <laughs> of rich people, and I mean mega wealthy and rich people support and endorse and pay for Democrat causes. Which they should. I <laughs> Why? Agree. Well, then, then it belies exactly what you just said. Now, listen, Joe, we, we're way over, but, but it was worth the discussion. Okay, Joe, well, Joe yeah. you've well, got well. to get back to facts, truth, and reality and got out of this Democrat uh, haze that you find yourself in. I beg you to. You're too good of a guy. All right. Uh, all right. <laughs> Thank Bye. you. Take care. We'll be back. Sounds like a weather sounder. And here is the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from meteorologist Joe Snedeker. Today, clouds and sun high of 50. Also, a possibility of a secret mission with Johnny and I. Tonight, rain showers moving in, low of 33. Tomorrow, some higher elevations could see freezing rain early. Other areas, just rain in the morning with breaks in the rain by the afternoon. Uh, high of about 48. Sunday, partly sunny. Best day of the week, high of 57. Monday, sun early, then late clouds, high of 52. Sort of springy, right? Not so bad. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Bob Cadero, back with you. Um, T. 
Timmy Mac always provides me some really interesting financial information. Now, one of the big causes, maybe it's partly a symptom, by the way, uh, and well, it is partly a symptom of uh, inflation, is that uh, the Federal Reserve which is a quasi-independent agency that prints our money and oversees a majority of our banks and determines interest rates through its policies. They have had a system where they've been buying bonds. Now, the bonds have to be there in order for them to buy, which means the government has to be borrowing money. So I would argue with you that point of fact, the Fed is stuck with government overspending. Now, the fact that they're not saying it is disturbing. Like they're not calling the the, the federal government out. And the Fed, Federal Reserve has its own balance sheet. They print money in order to buy these bonds. They currently have 8.733, this is as of March 22nd, trillion dollars in bonds, primarily government bonds, meaning they're buying the debt that the federal government is issuing in order to deficit spend. So they're, they're enabling the lunacy. At the same time, they're raising interest rates to fight inflation. But the purchase of the government bonds acts to stoke inflation. So there's probably no level at which the Fed can raise rates to, as long as it owns this much in government debt, that will tamp inflation. It's a remarkable thing, and you're saying, these are supposed to be the smartest bankers in the world. These are some of the smartest people in the world. (laughs) What is going on here? By the way, he also sent in USA Today's Woman of the Year as a man. What are we doing? Jill Biden, the first lady of the United States, honored a man on International Women's Day. Where does this stop? Where does stupidity and lunacy stop? Does it stop anywhere? Does it ever stop? I don't know. I'm at wit's end. And when we've got this level of stupidity running the country, and it's not just Democrats, there are plenty of establishment so-called Republicans who are helping to make a hash out of this. There are plenty of big corporations 
who recognize that they can flourish under government regulation and that same government regulation will stifle competition against them. And so they've all ganged up together on us, on the American people. Tough stuff. Jim from Wilkes-Barre. How are you, Jim? Uh, tired, cranky, and I need a nap, Bob. Far from the courts. <laughs> Good. Um, a man was elected or selected as woman of the year? Yes. USA Today. <laughs> well, that just proves <laughs> anything a woman can do, a man can do better. <laughs> yeah, right. It's They don't see. Remember, you're talking about people. And and by the way, you, you've got to, to to be on the left. You've got to be and support the Democrat Party. You've got to be willfully ignorant, meaning you intend to be ignorant of facts, truth, and reality. Therefore, you can continue to vote Democrat and support Democrats. You have to be if you are on the vanguard and actually support their policies, a liar and a hypocrite, and. It's just what is. It's it's inc- it's an incredible thing that we see. It's a it's a mass psychosis. Well, Nothing this else. is going to lead in, lead into why I called. Uh, Ronald Reagan once said something along the lines: "It's not that Democrats are ignorant. It's just that so much of what they know is wrong." <laughs> well, yes. Your prior caller was bringing up Mississippi. I would assume that. He was kind of going along the lines of, you know, us southern redneck, you know, inbred, uneducated, toothless trailer-dwelling hillbillies. Well, I'd like to point out one salient fact. The Democrats ran the South exclusively for 150 years. (laughs) So if there's something wrong with the South, I would like to posit that it was the Democrats who broke it. Well, and Jim, the fact is that poverty in the South, as in the North, is most highly concentrated in Democrat-run cities. It's just what is. And they have failed policies that they never change, that they never alter. They follow and pray at the altar of political correctness and left-wing ideology, and they fail. And they fail their people. Almost universally. I mean, if you look, there was an article, there's an article in the Times Leader today about gun violence. Well, you know, and they're suggesting we need to have a conversation about this. Well, okay, here's a few salient facts on that. 31 counties in the U.S., 31 counties in the U.S. is responsible for 42% of the murders in this country. Hmm. 31 counties. Just 5% of U.S. counties are responsible for 73% of all murders in the U.S. (laughs) And by the way, this is important, very important. When they talk about crime rates, that's about solved crimes. Oh, yeah. There are 50% in those cities like Chicago, New York, they don't even close 50% of their cases. No, Bob, you're way off. They don't even close 30% of their cases, at least as far as homicide is concerned. There's a blog out there. It's called Hey Jackass. Uh, If you want to follow Chicago crime, go to Hey Jackass. The clearance rate on murder, 
it might be down in like uh, high teens. Seriously, high Sad. teens. That's Sad. how bad it is. Uh, yeah, Jim. So all good points, my friend. Always a pleasure. I appreciate it. <laughs> you have a great weekend. Okay. You too, sir. <laughs> as we as we chew on all of this. <laughs> And it's Frank from Wilkesbury. Hi, Frank. How are you doing, Bob? I'm doing great. I know I can hear you going like crazy. Uh, how about your buddy DeSantis? He changed his mind about uh, the war with the Russians, huh? In the, in the uh, Ukraine? No, he didn't change his mind. He said he said we can't keep sending unlimited amounts of money. We've already had this right. discussion, Frank. We we That's we can't not a discussion. Send, That's why he changed send, it. We can't send <laughs> unlimited amounts of money. Who, say, who said that? DeSantis. That's what he said. So what are they going to do? Pull out or what? Well, you got to you got to depend on what the facts are on the ground. We have yeah, a terribly well, corrupt. The Ukraine's are we have a terribly corrupt uh, government in Ukraine, and we know that. You we know have, that. You bought you and the Republicans know that. You know the rest of the world don't know that. But I, I give you, you, you guys are pretty pretty good on. No in corruption. So well, Joe Biden. Ahead. Wait a minute. Joe Biden <laughs> called them. Joe Biden called them corrupt when he was vice president of the United States. Joe Biden did. But that was a different president in Ukraine. It wasn't the same man. <laughs> what are you laughing the about? Same government, Frank. What are you? What are you nuts? They changed all them guys. They oh, they changed them. their stripes. Okay. Uh, let yeah, me yeah, ask you, yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the accounting for the $120 billion we've sent over there? Have we got no. any accounting for it yet? Yeah, it's all the military equipment, they said. That's what the money is. Frank, they're out of no. ammunition. They're saying so they're out of ammunition. More? So you give them more. <laughs> Wait a minute. We don't know what they did with the first $120 billion. Oh, they stole it to the Russians. <laughs> don't you know that? We, what are you, we really what are you We dumb? really don't know, Frank, and you don't either. So I tell you what about you, you MAGA Republicans. You're the most treacherous, traitorous people I ever ever heard about. The, the Republicans like Liz Cheney and uh, uh, the other ones, they all left the Republican Party, the MAGA Republicans. You're a bunch of traitors. <laughs> To prove it, <laughs> you prove. What are you laughing at? The truth. More I'm people laughing talk at your about nonsense, it. Frank. You spout nonsense. You spout. You sound like Joe Biden, which isn't a very good thing, Frank. You sound like that's that not Donald a good Trump, thing. 4, you 4, you sound like Joe Biden, and that's sad. <laughs> that's yeah, sad. You sound like Donald Trump with the forty thousand lies he told when he was president. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the truth. Let me ask you. That in. When was the last time Joe Biden told the truth? Oh, uh, the last time he spoke. <laughs> was the last oh, time you told there was, the oh, last you mean time when he said there was truth. no problem on the border? That time? What's the last time you told the truth? <laughs> Frank. About 40 years ago when you were on a radio station? <laughs> Frank, my friend. Frank, Bob, I love you, but you Bob, really, got, you you really got to start looking for better information. And you no, really, and you really you have to out. stop being blind to the Democrat you, you Party. You got to stop being a traitor. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Laugh, All right Frank. Thank you as always. We got to go because it's time for a break. <laughs> oh, go ahead, friend. buddy. Don't get hurt. All right, we'll take a break and be back.
Grand Funk Railroad, 1975 this date. They released their hit single, Bad Time. Good song. We're honoring today Philip Namey of Taylor. In addition to his service, 70 years as a butcher. And, yeah, really fascinating. These guys lived just a great life. Philip was a Navy guy. Then there's Thomas Solansky of Gibson Township, U.S. Army, among other places. He served in Germany during the Cold War, and he ran a dairy farm with his wife up in Gibson Township. George Doherty, Lake Winola, U.S. Air Force. In addition to what he did for his career, he was a volunteer and worked with the Lake Winola Fire Company. Morgan Jones, Bear Creek, U.S. Army. Worked for Consolidated Cigar. Those are our veterans for today. Proud of them all. Thank them all and thank their families. Well, yes, you have stumbled upon the Club for Common Sense. We occasionally get a caller who does not use common sense, which is good. Because it points out how sensible we actually are. Because we do provide a sanctuary of sanity. Amidst a mad, 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 mad world on appointment radio 9 to noon every day. And then on Sunday, the Bob Cadaro Show on TV, we're featuring Dr. Brian France, Dr. Linda France on our health segment. And it is, it deals with treatment and prevention. Very important issues. And I said the two things that I look forward to and try to do in the radio show and the television show, 11.30 a.m. on WNEP on Sunday. Does it tug at your heartstrings? Well, Phil Hodum does. He's the power brunch player of the week this week. You'll enjoy the show, I promise. I got to laugh. I really did enjoy the Bee Gees. I did, and I was ashamed to. I really was. I didn't dare put it on my MP3 in uh, prison because I said, "God forbid somebody listens to you know finds out I'm listening to the Bee Gees. I could have problems." But that's their song, "Tragedy." They released it. Um, it was actually it was their fifth number one and ninth top ten hit in five years. Tragedy. This date in 1979. And Johnny will finish with Sultans of Swing. By the way. Okay, that's how we'll we'll go out with that one by uh, Dire Straits. So we're honoring today Morgan Jones, Bear Creek, George Doherty, Lake Winola, Thomas Solansky, Gibson Township, Philip Namey, Taylor, all veterans that we lost this week. There are still tickets uh, for the roast. I will be the roastee next Friday night. At um, La Buena Vita in Dunmore, the former All Saints Hall on Riley Street. I still call it All Saints Hall. Six to nine next Friday night. We've got a good panel that's going to make fun of me, and uh, I hope they're funny. And I do say it, it's not easy to be funny, especially when there's it's such an easy target. I, I, I am such an easy target. I mean, there's, you know, it's... It, 
well, it's ridiculous. My life has been ridiculous. And so it's easy. So you've got to make sure you don't do what's easy. You've got to do what's funny. So I'm interested to see the pressure that uh, these roasters are under. But they're all good. They're all quality roasters. They're all funny guys. And they're all sharp guys. So we'll see. You know? Uh, My friend Sean, (laughs) he texted in. There's a diner on Wyoming Avenue in Scranton. So we were out one night till God knows what hour. And we go to this diner. And so it must have been the late 70s, something like that. You know, we were young. And I put, uh, you know, pieces of napkin in my jaws to uh, imitate the Godfather. And I'm imitating Godfather. I had a decent imitation of the Godfather. And I had the, and, 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 and my guys, we were all laughing. And somebody just couldn't take us laughing so loud, and he threw a spoon at us. <laughs> I we did chase him out of the restaurant, but uh, yeah, he he got so upset about our little <laughs> our little joke that he uh, he did that. In any event, that's that's what's going on here. So we're we're trying to hook up with Alyssa Lazar to talk about her experiences and her career. Her experiences with the voice, her career. I, I you know, I, I wish this was the proper way to place to have her sing a bar or two. Cause she did get gypped, Noel told us. And I, I was watching, watching, and she got twenty seconds, but then the uh the, the rapper wanted her on his team so badly that he picked her in twenty seconds, she didn't get the finish. So we're we'll get her reaction to all of that, but she is an amazing talent here from Clark Summit. So I look forward to talking to her. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the Club for Common Sense, we're going to roll on after the news. And and I hope we do provide a sanctuary of sanity for you. You know, because when we look at this week's news, hundreds of billions of dollars in reparations... For California, uh, which was never a slave state, and San Francisco, which never was never a slave city. And they're avoiding the Asian Americans who were, in fact, virtual slaves. Fascinating. The banking crisis continues. You heard in the Bloomberg Money Minute. Deutsche Bank, which has always been a little bit of a problem, is now the next bank in focus. Credit Suisse was bought uh, by a larger competitor in Switzerland and backed by bank backed by the government as well. So we're going to see if this international banking, these international banking issues, are part of a contagion. By the way, the uh, Chicago Blackhawks have opted out of wearing pride jerseys at their game. Why do they have to put politics and this silly, foofy nonsense into hockey? Are they trying to chase away their fan base? What are they trying to do? And what's the benefit of wearing them? I'm not understanding it. So thank you 
thank you very much, Chicago Blackhawks, for standing up and saying, we don't believe it, it's silly, it's frilly, we're not going to do it. All right. Time for the news. We'll take a break. We'll be back. Go YLK News Radio. This is the Bob Cordaro Show Podcast. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 